Welcome to another podcast episode of the Pursue Diaries. I'm your host, William Meister, and today's episode number 13, we have another conversation, a chat with the founder and owner of the Academy for Soul-Based Coaching, Annemiek van Helsdingen. And we were talking about how to surrender to the universe, or maybe I could say surrender to the divine, to to God or the goddess, whatever is um, for you. So this episode is all about uh, surrendering. And, you know, looking back uh, at my life, I have always been doing and fighting a lot. If you would look at my logo, it is like a little knight fighting this dragon. And I would um, look back at my life and I would say when I have um, like talks for companies and um, entrepreneurs, I would say, listen, the way to achieve your goals is to fight and slay your dragons now this has been my truth for a very long time but like in the last year or so it has changed because i thought to myself you know it is not all about doing it's not all not all about fighting it is all about being and surrendering to the universe god and that is the episode of today and if you have any questions um, then mail me at support at williammeister.com and there's a very um, nice and free offer Anamik has uh, for you for a free coaching experience next week. So um, quickly look inside of the show notes, click on the link and fill out your name and have an experience in what soul-based coaching is all about. So what I wanted to ask you is um i find myself talking about uh, surrendering to the universe or surrendering to god the divine i say that to a lot of my uh, clients uh, family members i say it to myself but the thing is i was wondering how do we know that we have surrendered and maybe the question before is how do you surrender to the divine I think there was a question even before that, mm. which is what kind of de- surrender is that surrender? Because I think we're, there are many ways of surrendering, I think, and there is not necessarily one. I, I, I live in a world where there is never one truth where there's never just one answer or definition because I don't think reality works that way um so I think there is a lot of different ways in which we can surrender um to ourselves to life to god to the universe to goddess whatever um label there is um the very first thing that comes up for me but that's Mm. a, a very personal story is um when um i was i think i was 28 and i was full in my corporate career and i found myself in a burnout that was a pretty good one um (laughs) (laughs) i don't do things half (laughs) we laugh about it now but i suppose when you were in the middle of the burnout you were mostly crying well yeah or like zombieing through life for a couple of years yeah Yeah, i I did i did a pretty like I, i really went for it um, but there were, 
someone said to me, well, you just have to let go of things, mm, right? Yes. Just, just yeah. let go. And I was like, but what do I have to do yeah. <laughs> to let go? And I was like, it did not compute in my in my brain. It was like um, in, in drawing, it's like negative space. It's like the thing that yeah. isn't here. Like, how do you do that? And um, I know at that point, I was not even amused that they said that to me because there was like a, just, you know, just give me the steps and I'll do them. I'll, yeah. I was just so convinced. But that was after that, in the, there was a metaphor that came for me. But this is many, many months, even years later, I think. Um, that was about, um, you know, I'm, I'm holding my hand up right now, uh, like a fist. Um, and it was about opening up like that that gesture of opening up instead of you know holding on or like tightly um, mm. holding on to life that was the gesture and that's not just the gesture of the hand but it's a, a gesture of the whole body for me now so that's for me is the surrender yeah maybe when i Think about it as well. Uh, maybe there are no words to describe it because um, when I hear you explain and when I hear my question again, there's this thing in me that wants to move to the doing. And yeah. doing is being in control. Yeah. And yeah. it's like someone telling you, ah, oh, just let go yeah? when you're in, uh, in pain or whatever. And then you can maybe rip out your hair how do i do it because you want to do it from the same state of being and it maybe that's not possible yeah yeah exactly i think you're right i think this is to do with that the difference between yin and yang it's the difference mm -hmm. between trying to go for something and make something happen or to allow something to come to us and it is we cannot do do yin and yang in the same no place no. it's either it's, yin it's, or it's yang yeah and and they're very closely related and we cannot you know we can't live a life in yang and we can't live a full life in yin but we need to be able to um tap into both of them i think yeah and i think the the other thing another like before i got to the unclenching of the hand and the opening of the hands there was um a little shortcut <laughs> that for me was about okay so don't put any any energy into it that thing that you're wanting to let go of mm. or this 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 topic that you're wrestling with so no thinking no specific doing no but then and and this is um it's really hard to not think about a black cat right mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so that was only a halfway there kind of solution but at least it it made me realize when i wasn't letting go so i was starting to notice yeah all the moments when i was still trying to you know work my logic around how to deal with this thing or um and <clears throat> i think this is why i'm so grateful for um, the soul-based coaching techniques and modalities um because they are at the very heart of them, there is a surrender, a surrender into the process. Yeah. Um, we cannot do our way 
through that, not as a client and not as a coach. And so that has given me a lot of examples of how to be in that mm. state of receivership, I think it is. Yeah. So maybe the answer is in the last thing that you said, to surrender is being. Yeah, I think surrendering is a is a flavor of being. Yeah. Just like yeah. Uh, meditation or learning to meditate is to observe the thoughts that come by as like a sailing ship and just observe them as they go by and don't try to fight against the thoughts because then you give it energy, like you said. And maybe that's the same thing with surrendering to um, the divine is just to be and don't even think about the how. Yeah, and there's, I think there's, um, there's a fine, I think what is really useful is to have, you know, for me, life is energy. The divine is energy. Mm. And so to have an intention or a, a, a desire for what it is you would like to call into your life or what it is that you would like to experience or what it is that you would like to give energy to, I think that is really helpful. But it's, um, it's not so common to tap into that desire, into that longing without at the same time having the to-do list of how to make it happen, the yeah. action steps, plan. And I think this is where we go into the, that dance of yin and yang. I think the surrender is about, full, uh, for me, it's about fully acknowledging and um, appreciating and being in my longing and letting go at the same time. Yeah. Letting go of that how or when. And it's, for me personally, that continues to be one of the struggles of life. Yes. Yeah. When there is a longing, there is a, why isn't it here now? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So uh, if you transfer it to like having a business, you have a business, I have a business and surrendering your business to the divine, surrendering your life. And then that balance of doing and not doing or just being. Sometimes you know that. Yeah. How do you deal with it? Hands, right? Like, yeah. like making decisions or. Um... Yeah. There is such a. You know, again, I'm so grateful for the soul-based coaching modality, because, for me, being able to be in that way with a coach, with a coachee, so being with someone else and guiding their process has given me, like a. Um, a blueprint like, like an energetic way of being yeah. um, that can help me step into something else but at the same time when it is about you know right now we are calling in people for our next um, cohort of um, our um, certification program and it is so tempting so 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 tempting to try and 
uh, have a plan and make it all happen and take control. And so I find myself kind of going into the, oh, too much young. <laughs> and then, let's bring it back. Yeah. And so it really starts to be that, that dance. Um, and it takes, um, I know that the first couple of years I did, did that, I was totally run by fear. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that means that there the fear of like oh god can this work like oh my god how is this going to come together yeah um and that fear of course is is only gonna have us hold on more tightly right it's it's trying to grab more of the reins and kind of have you know where can we find more control um and that's not the answer like that's not gonna help us very much um so now where I am is I'm finding that, oh, I could go into fear again. Oh, well, hmm, I'm not really interested. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring myself back. Yeah. <sighs> Breathe and see and feel and nourish what is here, what is here now, including the longing and the vision um, of what I want to call in. And from that place, of course, I'm going to take action. Yeah. Um, but it, for me, it is a dance. It is an ongoing dance because running a business um, and, and having, you know, all entrepreneurs have some sort of goal, right? Have some sort of desired outcomes that they see for themselves. Being in that place of like fully owning the longing and allowing life to meet you halfway I think is a core practice. I think this is one of the reasons why running a business now feels to me like like a spiritual initiation. It's it yeah. is like a, a deep personal development journey. It is, uh, yeah, it is by definition. I uh, I think the mo- the best personal development tool there is, creating, starting a business, running a business, and so if you would look at the process of uh, soul based coaching and the uh, the role of the coach someone would come to you and would say, listen, uh, I need you as a coach because I want to create this and this and this and this. So how would you start? Like in, in the traditional coaching, hey, you would say, yeah, what is the most important thing to you? And you would set really good goals. You would formulate them properly, time, uh, steps, timeline. And, and Making them smart, yep. Making them smart and what have you. So how would you approach uh, um, someone like that? Well, first, first of all, I would um, ask them um, to start exploring these goals. So we have a specific way of asking questions and, and we hold space so that people can start to, um, to verbalize what these goals, what they are about, right? And so there is, um, people usually would have thought about it they'll have like instant information available about it, but also there is deeper knowing about Mm -hmm. these goals. So that's the first thing that we're going to check in with. And so that deeper knowing, um, you know, if I give words to that, that is, that is soul knowing that is knowing that is embodied that goes beyond um, what the logical mind can conceive of. Um, So let's also start to add that into the picture. And then we start to create this, vision for the business for these goals um that is 
um, expressed in metaphor because there's something extremely powerful about working in metaphor. And when I was talking earlier about having an energetic blueprint for what it is that you want, this is what we do using metaphor. Mm. And so an entrepreneur then has their energetic blueprint for these goals coming true. Then we can start to put that into the world and they can start to think about, so what needs to happen for that metaphor to start coming to life? Yeah. And that then brings about action steps that are um, not just the smart ones. I mean, the smart ones, they can live there too. That's fine. You know, um, th these are like stepping stones in a pond. Um, but there are other action steps that then come forward that to the logical mind sometimes are like, I don't know why, what, how this is. But the client can feel in like every cell of their body that this is part of the journey. Yeah. And so yeah. that is then the next step and yeah. the next step and the next step. So and the so metaphor will help you uh, in, in the emotion, in the feeling of. Yes. And not just that, but it's like, it, yes, it will give an emotional, um, you know, you'll, you'll be able to really embody that emotional state of those goals being attained um but also it helps you become an energetic match to those mm -hmm. goals um and also life itself works in metaphor in some way it's yeah. like when i start to um and to give you like a maybe it sounds like a bit of a silly example but it's like a very practical and concrete one um Somebody who, um, this is not an entrepreneur, but doesn't matter because it'll translate anyway, but somebody who was looking for a new job and had no idea they, they'd been um, out taking care of kids for a long time um, and they just didn't quite know how or where to even start. And as they started to work in metaphor, there was this um, metaphor landscape started to open up that had this, this really beautiful purple blue bowl at the heart of it and as a you know from a logical perspective we could go well you know purple blue bowl well you know what's that about um but there was all sorts of things that she knew about that ball and you know part of the coaching is then to um, explore that and yes. put it into space and you know link it with all the things that she knows from a logical level as well and as that progressed you know and that that was only three sessions later um she run across um, a, a job opening um, from an organization she'd never heard of in a field that she'd never even considered, but their logo had that blue purple ball right at the heart mm. of it. Wow. And that was like a, an energetic, yeah. like, oh, this is it. And, and yeah. she, you know, she applied and she got the job and that was it. So life works in mysterious ways. Wow. And this yeah. is, this is how we start to engage with like the, 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 the more mystical parts yeah. of our experience. And so this is when we work with entrepreneurs, when I work with my um, CEOs or other people that I coach, this is exactly the same thing that I do with them. Yeah. Um, and so it is, um, 
of course, the only way to do that is to surrender into the process, because if you let yourself held back by what the logical mind knows and thinks about things, then a purple blue ball would never make any no. sense. No, like in the traditional uh, coaching session, uh, uh, the blue ball would never come up. No. I, no. I would like uh, ask about the why. Yeah? So why do you want to create this? And why are those your goals? So it's very co cognitive. Yeah. Very the mm -hmm. mind. And, yeah. and this is more like the spirits. Um, yeah, I think, you know, why also goes to meaning and purpose. So that's mm -hmm. a, a beautiful way to, um, to kind of look at this from a more conventional point of view. Um, but this is kind of going into, you know, when you look at the logical levels from um, Robert Diltz, um, yeah. who's using NLP a lot, like, you could say that conventional coaching um, kind of takes a couple of those logical yeah. levels into effect. Yes. Um, and so with soul-based coaching, we actually take the whole of the person, which includes um, the spiritual and self-determination levels as well. And even if I would put words to it, it even includes what's surrounding a client. Because when I look at my own um, experiences, as well as my clients, we have um, ways of knowing things yeah. that are that we cannot back up by logic, but they are very, very true at yeah. the same time. We know it, you know, we can feel it in every cell of our body. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's in the field. As we were talking about before yes. we start recording about the source, source all around us, the thing that actually connects all of us, and in the source, we are all one. So it would be very, um, how do you say that? Logical for the source to reveal that to you as a soul-based coach. Yeah, and, and actually to reveal it to the client. Yeah, to the client. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. So because I could never, I could never tell you anything about what your soul knowing is. No. But I know how to help you access that, and you will be able to tell whether you know yeah. what information is true is right for you is aligned is in integrity for you and so i think this is part of why i love this work so much because you know i was a um, um, business management industrial engineering student at university yeah and you know there you get to have like all these models of how you know successful businesses work and and I was always thinking, yeah, makes sense. You know, when you look at one model, usually once they've made it to university, they've been tested in some, to some degree and they have some kind of internal coherence. But when you kind of compare different models to one another, it's like, well, yeah, they all have that. So, you know, why would this one, why would you choose this one over that one? Or why would, the... and I was like, I can make, I can make up, you know, convincing logical stories for all of them. Mm. But does that make them true? I was I was never convinced, uh, right? And of course, every model is a simplification of reality and blah, 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 blah. But when I got to be able to work in this way, I knew that actually everything that is relevant will get to be brought to the table by the client. And there is a level of, of awareness and, and intelligence that goes way beyond those logical levels. Mm. And it means that we can shortcut a lot of the bullshit and a lot of the, we're trying to 
um, force life into these action plans or into these boxes um, because life doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. I've tried, but it doesn't work that way. (laughs) 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 Right. I I think we're always in a co-creation with life. And so we have our intentions and our desires and our longings and the way that we express them and, and allow them within ourselves will determine a lot about what will be able to happen for us. Yeah. Um, and the interesting thing is that once clients start to engage with that deeper knowing, once they start to really look at the metaphors that live inside of them, because they are there, whether we pay attention to them or not, um, they start to take actions in ways that might surprise their mind at times, but that are the most logical thing to do at yeah. the same time. And then wow. that means that they do reach out for that phone call or they do send that person's that email or they are going to go on that walk and meet someone and have a chat and certainly come to a great idea or have a you know great connection in common or you know those are the those are the like the moments of alchemy in life yeah wonderful right? and, and would you say then Anamik if um, like someone comes to a soul-based coach they have a couple of sessions the answers are there the revelations are there would someone uh, be um, would they have enough experience like to help themselves afterwards without a coach besides them um, um, in the same method discovering the metaphors and what have you right oh right um, mm. well to some degree to some degree they would um, yeah not specifically um, saying that that they would be trained to do all these things, but um, they would have a way of accessing resources in themselves that they can always go back to. Yeah. yeah. But if, if, you know, they come up against new things like new um, patterns or then it might still be useful to find a cogent to, to, you know, to, to kind of continue the work um but also they can get trained themselves and do the work with yeah. themselves which is also yeah. a, a very um, effective thing to do wow that sounds really good eh? and i believe there's i don't know if this this week or maybe in the next week there's like um you have this free course available yeah is it already yeah, we, running no we're going to be starting on may 9th um, so it's a full five-day training, free, um, soul-based coaching foundations. Um, so, yeah, everyone who's wanting to know what this is about, please yes. join us because um, we'll be giving you the first layer of things that you can start to work with for yourself. Uh, and, of course, if you're a coach or in any way working yeah. with other people um, within that as well. Yeah. And, and what is the, the, uh, the time period uh, during the day? Is it like during the day or evenings? And how long are the, uh, the sessions? Great question. So we have, um, this is a mixed training this time, but we have two live sessions, uh, workshops um, to actually dive in and do the practices. They're going to be happening on Tuesday and Friday, um, 7 p.m. Uh, Central European time. Um, on the other days, there's going to be pre-recorded videos and Facebook live streams. Mm. So you can always check in on uh, moments that really work for you. Yeah. Wow. So we'll put the link in the show notes for people to um, put their name down. 
And just to finish this, this part up is we started with what is surrendering and how do we know uh, if we have surrendered to the divine? Um, would you say if you go through these five days, would you experience what the surrender is? I think you would experience glimpses. Glimpses. Of that. Yeah, well, glimpses yeah. are fine as well because glimpses give hope yeah absolutely and you know what you, you'll experience it because you get to be a client and in that client role you're really invited to um, allow yourself to really lean into that field that you were talking about before as a coach you're going to notice how we're putting coaching upside down and um, it's going to be an a lot of unlearning as well as new mm. learning. And yeah. so there, the surrender comes a little bit later in, in the process. Um, yeah. So that's where you, you, know, you might get little bits and peaks and tweaks um, where you're noticing it. Um, but mostly so when you're actually engaging in the practices as a client. Well, I would say just give it a try. If you're interested in soul-based coaching. Okay, thank you, uh, Anamik. Uh, we'll round uh, this one up uh, for the day. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Uh, I would ask if you enjoyed the show, if we have inspired you or uh, added something to your life, uh, please uh, leave your review in the iTunes store or share this podcast with other people whom you think could use it or benefit uh, from it and do not forget uh, the offer that stands uh, you can find in the show notes for a, um, a free five-day uh, coaching experience and uh, it is a dive into the soul-based coaching um, I will see you next time bye bye now